0: Hey there, and welcome to the His Beloved Catholic Podcast. I'm Megan Copeland.
1: And I'm Kendra Bartlett, and we are two best friends that we live right across the street from each other. And between us, we have 10 kids, a ton of redheads.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) We run a ministry in Austin, Texas called His Beloved, and our mission is to invite women, children, teenagers into an encounter with Jesus and to bring revival in the Catholic Church. And we are just so excited you are here. Come join us. Hey friends, welcome back to the His Beloved Podcast. I'm Megan, and I am so happy you are here today. We have such a fun guest on our podcast. Her name is Haley Riney. Haley is a traveling physical therapist, and she had a huge encounter with the Lord about six years ago and just offered her life to Him and said, Lord, I'll go wherever you call me to go at all cost." And she started um, traveling and just going wherever the Lord put her in that moment. So she has been to... I don't even know how many states and countries She shares several of the stories with us um, in the last few years. But it's just been a wild ride of falling in love with the Lord, trusting the Lord, um, diving deep into prayer with people, inviting the Holy Spirit into her life. And she also speaks and does healing prayer and she understands wounds and how they affect the body. She's just a powerful, powerful woman. And I had never met her before, this is my very first time. And oh man, she's my new bestie. So I think you're gonna love her too. And I just wanna tell you, um, a couple of weeks ago we talked about how our podcast mics weren't great. We recorded this one remotely And it was before we got our new mics. And so the audio is not my favorite. You can still hear it, but it just doesn't have the best clear quality. But hang in there because it's a really good one. Maybe just listen to it on your phone instead of in ear pods or in a car where the speakers might not be quite as loud. But I pray that you'll listen to it because, man, it's good. And also, she's coming back next week. And next week, we do have new mics. And it sounds perfect. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to the His Beloved Podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Kendra. And man, we're just happy to be back here. We are, like, yes. I feel today, like I, it's, it's the end of the day and we never record at night, we always record in the morning. Right. And I was like, dang, we got to record a podcast. And I was like, wait a second. I get to go sit with my best friend, and there's no children around, and we get to talk to like an amazing woman about Jesus. Yes. I can do this. Like, this is like girls' night. Right? (laughs) I can totally do this. So we are here today with a really fun guest, one who I know very little about, but I am so stinking excited to hear her whole life story. (laughs) We are with Haley Riney. Haley, you want to say hi? Hi. Thanks for having me. We're so glad. So um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. (laughs)
2: feel silly. We already did this once. I know.
0: (laughs) It's okay. I feel like we need to tell everybody that we had some technical issues, so we had to start over. So go for it. Take two.
2: Yep. Take two. So I'm a single white female from Kentucky. (laughs) Um, I have lived in six states in the last four and a half years, been out of the country seven or eight times in the last four and a half, five years, Um, just going where the Lord sends me. Uh it's been a wild adventure, but yeah, I'd love to share whatever it is you guys want to know. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you want to tell them how you met her? Yeah.
1: So in December, um, we went to the encounter conference and there's someone that we have a mutual friend in common. Her name is Mary Bielski. And the whole thing at the end of our podcast where we ask, yeah. What is God doing in your heart? That's from her years ago, whenever yeah. she rocked my world. She came to speak in, in Brian. Um, at one of my husband's ministry um, benefit dinners. And like one second into the conversation, and she <laughs> just goes, so Kendra, tell me what God is doing in your heart. And I was like, "Whoa, like we okay, just met her. like no surface, nothing. We're going there." And right. so,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had like turned around for a minute, was talking to somebody else. I turned back around, and Kendra's like pouring her heart, yes, out, telling dear. her about confession. I'm like, "What just happened?" Yeah. And so that's been our thing ever since. What God, What's God doing? Yeah. It's and like so timeline,
1: everything. Yeah. And so I knew she was going to be at this conference, and um, the Lord just allowed us to connect with many people that were there. Um, but with Mary came Haley and I got to meet Haley. I call her, she was part of Mary's posse. There was just this group of women who, um, you just know without a shadow of a doubt, they have anointing over their life. Mm. And they are walking in that anointing. They're walking with the giftings of the Holy Spirit and um and not hiding it. Right. Yes. And so um I had the privilege of being prayed over by them, and it was so powerful. I still have the recording on my phone. I listen to it every now and then. Um, but it was so powerful and so moving. And um, you know, I got little tiny glimpses of Haley's story, but I knew the moment I met her, like she is a powerhouse for the kingdom. And um, and so I was like, we need to get her on the podcast yes. for sure. And so between December and maybe June or July, I would randomly get. Like you would just pop into my mind, I'd pray for you, and the Lord would just put something in my heart for you. I'd send it your way, and then you would just bless me with the same thing, and it was just so neat. Um, mm. And and you said in your text that we're kingdom family, and that's completely changed how I see people now. Like we are all kingdom family. Um, so that's awesome. Yes, and I love your accent. I love everything about you're just <laughs> spunky. Um, I wish, you know. Yeah. I just knew for sure that you and Megan would get along too. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, and I'm so excited. We're I'm friends. so excited to get to talk to you and see yeah. you face to face over the computer. Okay. So where has God surprised you and knocked your socks off?
2: Oh my gosh. That's a loaded question, girl. Um, <laughs> Any so, story of just like- so many, so many ways, you know, as I mentioned I've traveled so much in the last several years Um, and, and it is part of this adventure, part of the story, but when the Lord, it drops in my spirit because I only go where the Lord sends me. Um, it's, it's like, I always reference the Shekinah glory cloud when he says, stay, I stay, when he says, go, Mm -hmm. I go. And so every time when he's just, he's told me to move, literally everything falls into place, a a place to stay. I mean, sometimes within 24 hours, like I'm talking about moving States, right? A Mm -hmm. job will fall into place. Um, like everything works out. And then sometimes things happen where a job falls through at the last minute or a contract I'm cut. Um, Mm -hmm. when I moved here, the job fell through and it never fails. When I choose to trust him, when I choose the truth of who God is and who he says I am, when I choose the truth of the word that he always provides and he never, he never forsakes us, right? He never fails. He always blows me away every time, Mm. every time he's told me. I mean, I have multiple stories where he's told me um, it was on a Thursday and I was like in crunch time to find a, a place to stay. He told me mm-hmm. to wait till Monday. And it's one of those those things like, um, did I just make that up? You know, did I just like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I'm going to question that I just heard that wait till Monday when I'm like, okay, I got to find a place. And in this particular story, a patient showed up on the wrong day on Monday. His appointment was Tuesday. And he just asked me, he was like, So how do you find housing as a as a traveling therapist? And I was like, It's funny you ask. And I'd totally forgotten at that point about the Lord asking or or telling me to wait till Monday. Yeah. And anyway, long story short, his neighbors basically had an Airbnb that um, they used to have and it became wow. available. I got to see it the next day, off on the place. So it's moments like that where he just like wow. blows me away. Um, and not just in those little moments of like those little moments of provision of just trusting, um, Mm -hmm. but, but also like prophetically, you know, if we have, um, you know, we're in a, in a conference, we're ministering, whatever, and just a prophetic word, a a word of knowledge, whatever, that, that just lands with someone and it blows them away. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, man, the power of God, right? That you, we can't take any credit for. Right. Right. Yeah. But when he when he says something or does something and we just step out in obedience or in a, in a moment of risk and he just every time I'm just like, man, God, you're just yeah. you blow me away, you know, and it's that's yeah. the that's the adventure we get to live that we get yeah. to. Right. We have this privilege. It's not it's not something out of obligation, but this this walk with the Lord, like he's just always blown me away. And yeah, uh, I wouldn't want it any other way now.
0: That's
1: incredible. There's so many different directions I want to go now. I know.
0: Like, that's just I have a million <laughs> questions. In my questions. Head now. Well, that was yeah. a loaded answer, Maybe. too. So, what do you <laughs> that's got? True. Oh, you're awesome. so good. Well, I feel like the prophetic is, is on my heart right now. So, um, Kendra and I just went through year one of encounter school, and I would say both of us were. Open to hearing the Holy Spirit, speaking to others in the Holy Spirit, but neither one of us like spoke prophetically over people. Right. And I don't think this, we right? knew that
1: that would be what it was called either. Yeah. Right? You think know what I mean? Maybe we like... had
0: some moments where we would speak and the Lord would speak through mm-hmm. us, but it wasn't, but, but we actually like, went through this process of learning, right? And on one of the videos, they were talking about this. Um, it might have been Patrick's youth ministry, Patrick Rice's youth ministry. Yeah. And there was a boy in the youth ministry who didn't want to be there, and he was angry the whole time. And he was just, you know, you know those kids in youth ministry—they're just sitting there, and they're like, they're all knotted up. And he got a word of knowledge for this kid, Mm. and it spoke right to his heart of some really difficult time that he was dealing with. I can't remember what it was, but there was something in his family, and it was like the Lord just consoled his heart right where it needed to Mm, be um, touched, and it and it changed his whole, like it opened up his heart to, yeah, softened his heart, yeah, like God's real. Yeah, like if this yeah. man can know this about my life, then he yeah. must be. There must be more than what I realized mm-hmm. originally, mm-hmm. and that really kind of opened up my eyes to how powerful the prophetic is. Yeah. And yeah. so since then, it's been so much fun. We're like on this like crazy journey of of learning. But you obviously are much more. Um,
2: oh, girl. No, no, no. Experienced at it. Don't, yeah. Don't give me that much <laughs> credit. I will say we're all learners, right? Like we will right. forever be. A, be a student of his presence and mm-hmm. and that's don't quote me on that I stole that from someone at some point um, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> but but it is like we should be constant learners right and to, to and what that requires is our dependency on the Lord. I think the older that I get the mm-hmm. more I realize how much more we need to be dependent on the Father because that's all that that the prophetic is is it's listening for the yeah. father's heart for that person. Like, mm-hmm. God, yeah. this isn't about me performing or about me getting it right or whatever. It's to step out and risk so that we are being a voice of love for that person. We, we tend to complicate the prophetic so much, right? right. When in reality, as, as 1 Corinthians 14 tells us, Paul tells us, you know, to earnestly desire the, the gifts, make love your aim, but earnestly desire the gifts, especially that you may prophesy for the purpose of building up, of edifying, of encouraging. That's it. But what people also forget is that if we don't have the prophetic, Proverbs 29 says this, my people will perish without mm-hmm. the prophetic, right? Without a vision, without something to like give us hope and encouragement, my people will be lost. They'll actually like, they won't function fully. They'll, they'll they'll be led into disorder. They'll be led into destruction because there's not something to hope for. There's not something to long for and be encouraged. And quite frankly, all of it should point to Jesus in the long run, right? Like right. he's the one that opens our hearts. And so, again, I just went off on a massive answer, but no, it's, it's, it's amazing. No. It's, well,
0: I think there's some the, yeah. fear. I think there's some fear in our um, in our church of the prophetic. Yeah. And I think it's because sometimes we think it's going to lead us astray, right? It's going to lead us towards something that is not um, like in line with Catholic teaching. But -hmm. everything we're learning is like 100% in line with Catholic teaching. And it's not so much about like prophesying the future. It's more about like speaking, like just being the voice, like mouthpiece for the heart of God to somebody. Mm -hmm. And just like getting to pour his love over them. And it is the most fun.
1: Yes. To yeah, to see someone,
0: ah, to see someone just like all of a sudden be bathed in this deep love of the Lord. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it's also so humbling. Like, really, Lord, like, yeah, you, you used me. Thank you. Yeah, you know, um, super powerful. So I want to dive more into the prophetic, but I would love to hear your journey in where you are
2: today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, with
1: that, with that in mind, right? Yeah, you you, and you ties mentioned ties that you up. didn't you know, you grew up Catholic, but charismatic isn't, wasn't always a part of your life until a couple of years ago. And for me, I think that's a piece of the fear is, um, there's this rift between tradition, mm. traditional and charismatic and Really, I believe it's supposed to be the best of both worlds. You we know, we are Tradismatic. Tradismatic. One hundred percent.
2: Amen, sister <So>. Sledge. You know that's but right. That's Neither one it's
0: not an both either and. one. both an and.
2: Amen. Yes. Amen. That is one thing that is so beautiful about our rich Catholic heritage is it is the both and in so many yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. Um in in my opinion, and what I feel like the Lord really invites us to walk into is that the whole being a Catholic being a Christian for crying out loud, you know, it's the contemplative life and the charismatic life,
0: mm-hmm. two
2: sides of the same coin. It mm-hmm. has to be because if we're not intimate yeah. with the Lord, if we don't know Him, if we don't abide with Him, it's actually, it's like, a, it's one of my tattoos here abide. That's awesome. If, I love if that. we, yeah, it's always a constant reminder and I put it in the most visible spot. Most of my other ones are hidden. I'm, I don't have a lot, but I'm just, yeah. it's all it's all the cool. word it's all the word I have of to
0: you right there that says yeah. be still. So we're I we're love friends. it, girl. <laughs> yeah. And it's
2: the word of God, right? Jeremiah thirty one says his word mm-hmm. is is right, it's written on our heart, it's tattooed on our heart. And mm-hmm. so the word is is on me to remind me, right, to always point to him, but to stay connected with him. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Um is is to stay in that place of of being with him of being connected with him and so the contemplative life that the intimate life with that we have with him in that secret place is what leads us or should lead us rather to be charismatic to operate in the gifts that he's given us it's all him if we seek yeah. the giver he gives us everything that we need in order to bless the body to be kingdom mm. family yeah. that's the mm-hmm. key again right and i saw it with you and chris kendra when I met you guys, the only time I've I've had the blessing to hang out with you all. But it's that's where I think needs things need to shift where we're not just a church people, which our our Catholic church I, of course like we love so much, but shifting that to being a kingdom people where mm-hmm. we see each other as family and it's it's not about competition or comparison mm-hmm. or like what's in Programming. it for me. Programming, <laughs> right, performance, yes, all yes. this stuff, you know. So yeah. Um yeah that i guess to preface where i've been um I, yeah grew up catholic um always kind of felt set apart to be honest as a kid um mm-hmm. just and even in my adolescence just kind of having a deeper relationship with the lord but never really knowing how to articulate it and not wanting to draw yeah. attention like i remember being very like tearful during like the passion or whatever you know mm-hmm. and um but just yeah, just not wanting to, to draw attention to myself. And um gosh, when I was seventeen, I don't know if you guys are familiar with tech retreats, teens and Yes. Yeah. I know, yeah. that's awesome. Yes, I was yeah. in tech
0: and it was Megan's story. Yeah. yeah, yeah not, it's as a, a, not as a teenager though. I went and um as an adult and we helped okay. start it in the Austin Diocese.
2: So good. So, so good. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I was involved for about fourteen years. Uh, with wow. tech and became the chair of our diocese um, back in Kentucky western Kentucky but uh, when I was 17 it's when I made uh, a tech retreat and it you know I always say converts make the best Catholics yeah um, <laughs> but even as cradle Catholics we need that conversion moment and quite yeah. frankly it's not it's not a one and done thing right it's not right. it's like In my opinion, it's not once saved, always saved. Like we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And Paul says that in Philippians too, Mm. you know, but it's, it was my big conversion moment. And I had an encounter with the Lord. I didn't know, I didn't have a language. I couldn't articulate that that was the Holy Spirit then, but of course it was. And I had this deep encounter and experienced this massive peace. And, and for the first time I got it really into scripture. And I started Mm -hmm. taking scripture to memory and anyway, and then, and then in college, um, to had my first Bible study teacher and she, uh, she had told me the more scripture you take to memory, it's like having God's thoughts on in your head. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. And that
2: like clicked for me, Mm. you know? And so I, I love just kept, how you're just spouting out. I know, me right too. now.
0: Me <laughs> too.
2: Oh man! Well, it's just, grace just in It's just part
0: of you, yeah.
2: It's just part of me, yeah. And it's yeah. and I'm I'm telling you because the Lord came so much more alive to me in the Word mm-hmm. because it it is the living Word, right? Like like yeah. sharper than any two edged sword, as He tells us in Hebrews, right? Like the Lord, the Word revives. You know, Matthew four, four, Luke four, four, it says we can't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. We live because He speaks in the Word. You know, and so mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, that started when I was seventeen, but just kept growing more and more. And um, you know, I mean, I'll share more of my story wax and waned, of course, in my my walk with the Lord, but um I just always felt and I was very involved in the church and um yeah there's a lot there, but went through school, uh, college, PT school, played basketball in college, um, small school. I was a guard. Um, yeah. As Kendra said, I'm tiny. I'm a little petite thing. Okay. I'm just Feisty. short. <laughs> Feisty, yeah. Um, I always joke and say I stayed out of the paint so my shot wouldn't get blocked, but, um, it was, uh, it was, yeah, just awesome. a fun, fun time of life, but, um, always desired, marriage, prayed for my future husband, wanted a family, uh, long story short, got married. My husband left me, um, Mm. I guess about five years in our marriage, which was, you know, definitely one of the hardest things I've ever been through. You don't wish it upon anyone. Um, but I think when you get on the other side of your brokenness and your wounds, um, and I will never say that I'm forever healed, um, you know, where love is, um, what is, is it Dr. Bob or Sister Miriam say uh, with JP2 Healing, uh, Mm -hmm. where love is, healing is constantly occurring, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this side of heaven will always be healing if we embrace it, you know, embrace the cross. Um, But anyway, all that to say, um, that was a massive healing journey for me. It really catapulted me into just this deeper walk with the Lord. And in that desperation— um of just crying out to the Lord, I mean, how many times in scripture does he tell us when you when you call out to me, I will answer you right mm-hmm. um, so many times in Jeremiah, and again, thanks be to God because of my love for the word, my love for him, the gift of faith i'm I'm very mindful of the grace in life um there's another scripture in in first Corinthians four where Paul says, you know, what do you have that grace hasn't given you? Mm. Like like nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah. We have nothing. You know, why were we born in the country that we're born in? Why are we born in the families or whatever? Like, why did we wake up today with the air in our lungs? It's all by His grace. And that's become mm. so much more real to me. But I will also say it was my community of faith, my church family, my besties, um, my family, my God family, people that got me through that time Um, and in the course of that healing, the Lord met me Mm. and I found the Holy Spirit and he has totally changed my life. Um, just, it's just been this crazy wild adventure. And there's, there's of course much deeper stories in all of this. Um, but you know, what the Lord, he will often, I think, offend our mind to reveal our heart. And in that healing journey, um, you know, he just he's shown, and he's continuing to show me because there's there's deeper parts of my story, of course, but um that we'll see what does it that, mean to you know, offend forward. your
0: mind What does it mean to offend your mind to heal your heart? Can you give us an example? yeah of what that, what yeah, looks
2: like? that's, yeah absolutely, you know, I think when we I, I will say the best work that any of us can do in life is to work on ourselves Mm -hmm. is to, is to go to those deep places of, of our wounds, of our brokenness Mm -hmm. and realize, you know, that (laughs) we're certainly not perfect. And we all have stuff that we have to work through, you know, learned behaviors are, are um, the ways, the ways that we were raised, you know, most of us in good, good, faith fear god fearing you know catholic homes or or just faith homes but but the reality that we're all fathered by broken people and we all have our stuff we mm-hmm. all have our wounds and and so the lord reveals those things to us mm-hmm. in time right that you i'm sure you've heard the saying too like what the lord reveals he wants to heal or he will yeah. heal what he wants to reveal right right so right. he I'm can't show fix. us yeah he can't show us all of it at once or <laughs> Or we would die from all of our brokenness. Right? right. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Right? Like,
0: right. Yeah. The
2: kindness of God leads to repentance, and in His kindness, in His timing—that's Romans two four—he he reveals these things. Yeah. And it's like, oof. Like, we have to face the truth about ourselves. Yeah. You yeah. You know. And I think when we when we embrace that with an open heart and an open mind, that oh. Maybe I don't know it all. Maybe I don't have it put together. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I can take off these masks that the world has told me to put on. Or because of fear of man or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. And embrace this beautiful journey of how the Lord wants to heal us, to equip us and to make us more effective for the kingdom, you know? Um, So would
1: you say as you're going through this journey, as as you began this journey of healing in the Lord, allowing these things to bubble up to the surface and you letting him walk you through those places that simultaneously, um, you were more and more open to the Holy Spirit working in your life for those kind of like happening at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, so there's a, you know, I've been studying the catechism too, um, I'm in a, in a ministry school as well, not encounter. It's, it's um, not a Catholic ministry school. And I'll share more on that later if, if the Lord wills, but, um, but in the process of all this studying the catechism too, and there's a quote 696 that says uh, what the Holy Spirit touches, the Holy Spirit transforms. Mm. And it's this, it's this transformation. If, if we can embrace what the Holy spirit wants to do in our heart. Again, it's the both end of of our Catholic faith, right? It's this beautiful, like rich tradition, this Orthodox, like, Mm -hmm. you know, beauty of our church with the dynamic animated power of the Holy spirit, right. Where, where we can't stay in this fixed mindset, but we have to live in a growth mindset where we can let the Holy spirit teach Mm -hmm. us and to be teachable, right. To grow in spiritual maturity. And so in that, with that mindset, it, it's it been like this surrender, you know, learning to surrender more and more to the Lord. So where I am in this journey, and there's many parts that I could, I could go off. I was like, Lord, how, what, what part of my story do you <laughs> want me to share with them? Cause there's so many beautiful pieces the Lord's been doing. And it's this constant place of surrender and where that mm-hmm. takes me is to abide is to trust. And a lot of times, and and i've learned this from from the woman who founded my ministry school is that a lot of times surrender means like b- basically rebuking fear of man and what people mm. think right and and surrendering trusting in what god is doing what he says as our as our father who cares who loves who who wants everything good in our life but requires our obedience and our partnership with him instead Mm -hmm. of our own agenda, you know, and, and caring so much what people think, you know, he's, he's healed me so much of that. and It's continued to heal me of that. You know, I think it's something we'll always have to to battle because identity (laughs) is so paramount as his, as his children, you know, as
1: the kingdom family. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's powerful. So did you just get back from Africa? Right <laughs> um, a little
2: bit ago yeah. Well, uh, ago, yeah.
0: So yeah. So, when we first started talking about having you on the podcast, she was like, yeah, she's in Africa. So maybe when she gets back, we're on the podcast. So what were you doing in Africa?
2: Yeah. Um, so, well, there's a little bit of a backstory to that, but I was this, this most recent time I was in Kenya and Tanzania. Um, Kenya first with the group um, that – Actually, I'm in North Carolina now. The Lord brought me here to join their ministry. It's called the Mission on the Mountain. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their our uh, mission basically is to teach, equip, activate, and launch um, Catholics and Christians in general. Our our audience is more toward Catholics, but but essentially for all people um, to be you know equipped in the in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But um, wow. yeah it's, it's, our tagline is real people sharing real Jesus. Mm, You know, awesome. I'll never, I'll never, um, you know, claim to be a theologian or to have, you know, this impressive theological degree as much as I love Jesus. But I just want to, you know, again, be a student of his presence and, and have a, a degree in his presence rather, you know, so, um, all that to say, I was in Kenya first with with some of the people with the Mission on the Mountain. And not knowing, I was still living in Texas at the time. And uh, I was i left like six weeks after meeting Kendra actually. And uh anyway, when this group had invited me to go to Kenya with them, so this was back in like September, October, um, my friends in Tanzania also invited me to come back for like a three-month stint. And to help at this international school, Uh, it was actually their physical education teacher. That's my my background. Yeah, I'm a physical therapist, uh, but I have a personal training background. And so they asked me to come back for, for, you know, that long. And I was like, well, this is interesting. The invitations were pretty much back to back. Um, And I just came off a sabbatical year per the Lord's direction. Uh, That's another part of my story. (laughs) Um, So the lord told me to be available so to be receptive and um just to let let him do the work in me as i was getting through you know starting this first year of my ministry school as well and so anyway those the timing of those trips were worked out perfectly so i was in kenya for i think we were there about 10 days and then i moved on to tanzania for a few months um and so uh yeah just serving a lot of prayer ministry um uh, we did a lot of prophetic over over the staff um mm-hmm. and just yeah just really being available for the work of the Lord i never know sometimes whether it's a um you know being out of the out of the country for an extended amount of time or if it's just a ministry trip but i've just learned <clears throat> to hold everything loosely you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to not really make any plans but just let the spirit lead and even you know the the <laughs> when you're in African culture things can change very quickly. They're very laid back, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. just like there's no agenda, which is so like we can learn from them in so many probably. ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they're so much more relational because they're not worried about like you know, doing 14 things in, in, you know, a two hour time span as we do as Westerners, right. And Americans especially, but, um, all that to say, it's like, the Lord has taught me so much being in that culture. Um, and just, just learning to love. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like if, if that is our goal every day, you know, as we were talking about with the prophetic, just sharing the father's heart, like Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all have heard of Bob Jones, a prophet that died a few years ago, but Mm-mm. he had this encounter where he was taken to heaven and I'll never forget this, but the Lord was, was asking people as, you know, as they got to the, the gates, whatever, did you learn to love? Mm-hmm. Like if that's the one question that we're asked, did you learn to love?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and, and the definition, I think most of us know is to will the good of another, but it's so much. So there, you can unpack that for days right? Like, because it's, it's the, it's the golden commandments, the golden, you know, the two greatest commandments and, and it, and where that is like to love the Lord God with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul, Mm -hmm. your whole strength, but to love your neighbor as yourself as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we function anytime I'm in out of the country, no matter what that might look like on the mission field, the Lord, if you can teach me how to love better with your heart demonstrate the father's heart that's that's all like mission is just to love and quite frankly that's that's how we grow in spiritual maturity too
0: it is this Mm -hmm. whole
2: journey of learning to love and be loved by him right to receive and to give it we have to be filled with him every day in order to give if it's going to be authentic if it's going to come from a real place deep in our heart because God first John three like the Lord knows our hearts greater than we know ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And he knows the motives of our hearts. So if we're operating out of that place of love to be a voice of love, no matter where mm-hmm. we are, because our day to day is the mission field.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't
2: have to be in a third world country. And, and I think most people get that, understand that, but, but some people yeah. are like, Oh, you're a missionary. No, I just, I'm just a daughter of the King. I just love Jesus. And, and, <laughs> Yeah. If I can share him at the grocery store or at the gym, you know, um, when he gives me a word and just step out in faith. and
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, so- before you start talking about that, that's this popped into my head. Um, I feel like, like we had a, a call this morning with our worship leader, and he opened up to us and we were able to pray with him. And it was this beautiful moment of mm-hmm. just like, hey, we're in the moment, let's pray for you. And I feel like when I'm in a ministry setting, that comes kind of naturally, mm-hmm. but outside of that, I'm not very good at being attentive to where yeah. God's leading. You know what I mean? That I, is exactly what I was going to ask too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Chicken line, That's the chicken pressure. line
0: or, or not even the chicken line. I got a big chicken. Okay. Line. The chicken line is like, for those of you, know, it's like <laughs> stepping out in faith and doing what God's calling you to. I mean, like way behind the chicken line, like just being like attentive to the fact that God's calling you to do something.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's almost like. I open up my heart when I'm around the people that I'm supposed to pray for. And then when I'm around my family and the rest of the world, I'm just shut down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, how do you keep it? How do you keep yourself in a state of just openness? How do you keep the pipes flowing? Yeah. And I guess it's like a tangible thing of like, is there like a daily prayer you do or something or just, I don't know, like just staying open all the time.
2: Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great question. And again, I will tell you, Hey, I'm in this with y'all. Like I'm, I'm yeah. still, you know, I'm still learning in the day to day. And there are times where I know that i failed to give a word to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, you know, it's just, it, it, it hurts me honestly thinking I was disobedient to give a word because I was too chicken. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, it's robbing God of his blessing for someone, you know? So my answer to that in saying like, Hey, I fail every day. And that, regard still. Um, but I think it all goes back to identity. Mm -hmm. It will forever to me, go back to identity and rebuking the lies that we don't hear God Mm -hmm. or, you know, or, or rebuking the lie, like, what if I get it wrong? Or Mm -hmm. what will those people think of me? So for me, if I don't step out in the prophetic, it's because of either fear of man Mm -hmm. or my own pride. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's almost always one of those two things <laughs> like it's I'm making it about me right what am mm-hmm. I going to look like mm-hmm. if right and the thing is God doesn't reward how many times we get it right right he rewards yeah. our risk yeah he and rewards obedience. our yeah. obedience yeah oh and I've okay, learned you're killing that.
0: Me here because <laughs> when we went to camp this summer the last day of camp my phone died mm-hmm. and um and I guess I had somebody else's journal or something. Anyways, I was in a prayer session and I wrote down like three or four words for people. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go give those to them later. I never gave them to them. Yeah. And they're still in my room. And I'm like, do I tell them now? Is too much time passed? It's been yeah. like a month. Would that be weird? And I saw one of the people today. Yeah. Maybe I need to like go back and pray through it again. Like see. Yeah. But I did start to second guess some of the things. Well, maybe this is from me and not from him. Right. And so then like, did I rob them of something that they were supposed mm. to receive in that day? Well,
1: Something to think about is in the end, God doesn't need us. That's true. Right? That's true. He wants to work with us. He wants to us. partner
0: with us. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good So He, he's, yeah, you didn't wreck that person's
0: yeah. well, was like, trajectory I my phones, of their faith right life, so it's okay. Then, God then, is still going to chase them. Then we came out of the mountains like yeah. a day later, and then I forgot, yeah, and then I, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like yeah. I was scared necessarily. It was just yeah. like slow, and then. Yeah. And then I
1: second-guessed a million things after yeah. that. Time. But also, we yeah, exactly. got to on time.
0: Yeah, that's true. Exactly. got to be well, on time. And I've thought about that a couple time. times. I was like, well, maybe they didn't need it that day. Yeah. Maybe. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, it was the yes, on-time yes. thing. But then I'm like, well, what if, I, what if this is something they were dealing with two months ago? And I just bring it up. Like, I totally overthought got this. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and we can
0: do that. We can yeah, so easily it do that. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
2: I can so For relate. sure. I literally did that just, like, two days ago. Like, I'd... I'd found a note I had written, jotted down about something I heard briefly for someone and never gave it to her. Never get, I mean like months ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just sent her an audio the other day and she was like, God's timing is perfect. You know, like, so, so let that be a a testimony for you. Yeah. Because God, God can use it. And again, if it's, if it's encouragement, everyone's going to receive it. Right. Right. Like, right. Like that's the thing. It doesn't have to be this massive, like, 20 minute prophetic, you know, like when we were at encounter, sometimes when you're in those atmospheres too, right? And the Holy Spirit is so thick and you're mm-hmm. just like, I don't know how all this is coming out of my mouth, but you Psalm eighty one, if you open your mouth, he will fill it, right? Mm, so it's I love that. I was a witness yeah. to that. Like yeah, that,
1: you was came out big time. Me that. Yeah. Yes, it was so powerful. She did tell you yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Wow. So um, my my chicken line is more so just asking people if I with like physical ailments that I see mm-hmm. if I can pray with mm-hmm. them and pray for healing it, yeah. healing with them. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, I am probably really getting on God's nerves cause I'm really getting on my own nerves. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, but when, it, what you said that it comes for you, it comes down to fear of man and pride. And those are the two big, big things for me too, that, yeah. um, mm-hmm. just build up my chicken wall, I guess, um, that I've been praying into. And, um, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Yeah. It's just season. I'm in.
2: I, I mm-hmm. went and
1: just bust through like the Kool-Aid man. I yeah. was like, let's pray. Surrender and trust. <laughs> getting there. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, I think it, someone gave me this image one time and it's been so helpful for me, like, because it, the world has everything backwards, right? Like Jesus mm-hmm. was counterintuitive. Like he was, he was the unconventional one. Like, uh, I mean, praise God. What I'm doing is like moving from place to place and just you know, some there's there's judgments and people are like, "What are you doing, moving again?" You know, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just trying." You know, I'm just I'm just wanting to be obedient. You know, but yeah, um, people
0: don't understand. Sometimes, no, like, and that's okay. That really,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's something I've I've had to surrender to the Lord too, and yeah, um, and release my own judgments over those people. You know, like Lord, mm. keep my heart clean and pure. You know, yeah. Um, but anyway, all that to say, it's like what the world always tells us is like, to be mature is to be independent, is -hmm. to be like, right, is to be, you're self-sufficient. Like, you don't need somebody. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, you you grow up, you get a job, you get out of the house, you don't have to depend on your parents. But really, in a spiritual life, we should be more and more dependent Mm -hmm. as we mature Mm -hmm. on the Father. And so if you can that image that I have is like, let me just climb up in the father's lap, yeah. right? And just yeah. let him, I'm gonna sit right here and I'm gonna be so comforted and so loved and so cared for mm. that I can give whatever word I'm I'm I feel is in my heart or I'm sensing to give you or to to pray for someone for healing or whatever, and know that whether they receive it or not, whatever happens, if they're healed or not. I'm still safe and I'm held. And it's, mm-hmm. it, again, it's that place of identity. You know, I remember, yeah, I, that. I remember being in the grocery store. This is, I was in Texas and I flat out got rejected. Uh-huh. I like thought I heard a word of knowledge and it, like, I was like super defeated going home. And I was like, Lord, I thought I heard you clearly like you know, like all these things. And I was so just, just my own little pity party, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, I get home and I'm telling Danielle about it, I think. And anyway, I get back to my She's phone. She's with Danielle Noonan.
0: Oh, you lived with Danielle? That's awesome. I lived yeah. with Danielle, yeah. yeah. Hey, Danielle. You so much. Oh, yay, <laughs> yeah. Danielle. Okay, sorry, carry yeah. on. <laughs> um,
2: so anyway, then I get back to my phone and I get a text from someone. They were like, Haley, your word of knowledge was spot on. I'm like, praise God. Like the wow. Lord, like, wow. she, you know, redeeming that moment. But he said he was, you know, he was like, now you know what it's like to be rejected, by, oh, like wow. all those who reject me, and I'm like, man, yeah. that put things in perspective, right? So to be rejected is one thing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but to be rejected for the Lord, yeah, Amen. Like, right. thank you, God. Like, like, mm-hmm. let me learn from those moments, you know, because the 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 issue of so, so for so many people in life, I think, is it gets down to self hatred, right, and and mm-hmm. their unworthiness. So it's rejection, it's fear of rejection, it's rejection of of man, it's, spir- it's spirit of rejection, all of those things, right? It's a deep wound for so many people. And I think when we can get to that place of knowing God will never <laughs> reject us because yeah. we're always safe in his arms, then yeah. you know, it just changes our perspective and the Holy Spirit will show up time and time again. You know, oh, so I'm still learning. Trust me, so in, cool. in all of this, as a as I share, yeah. but it's it's these lessons he teaches me, and um, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So something that has kind of been a thread through our conversations and the past two podcasts that we've recorded has been discernment. And for you, having lived in so many states and gone to so many countries, um, what advice can you give to people in the thick of discerning and and yeah, like. How do you know, right?
2: How do you know when he's saying go? Oh gosh, yeah, that's a good. That's a really good question. Um, Yeah, it it is that place of abiding and Mm -hmm. staying with him, right? It it's continually, you know, asking. James four two says, or James two four. I think I get those two mixed up, but he says, (laughs) "You have not because you ask not," Mm -hmm. and it's constantly. It's the ask, seek, and knock, right? It's it's. You know, he says, when you ask in my name, you know, you will receive it. But, but it's staying in that place of like, Lord, like I'm asking, like, I need your help here again, Mm -hmm. being dependent. I need your help. Help me. I'm asking for the gift of discernment. Like, let your Holy spirit fill me to be able to discern. And sometimes it is so immediate. Um, Like I'm, I'll be going to Brazil again in November and um, it dropped in my spirit. I was just. Praying about it, and then I had a dream that was confirming. Well, then the next day, I was asked to speak somewhere in Florida. <laughs> I was like, during the the Brazil trip, I'm like, well, wow. I guess mm-hmm. I guess I'm not I'm not I guess I'm not going to Brazil. But then I had this crazy thought: Well, Lord, could I do both? Like, I just get to Brazil late, like with the team.
0: Yeah.
2: And then the next day, the team leader says, "Hey, I feel like I'm personally supposed to m- invite you to go to Brazil with us." Like. <gasps> It's open to the whole team, like the whole yeah. Agape family. But I feel like I'm supposed to personally. So all these things, right? The Lord will show up and He'll answer us, but we have to we have to attune mm-hmm. our our senses, our spirit, mm-hmm. to get in alignment with Him and to trust in that place. So when He sends me a certain place, He'll a lot of times He will just orchestrate it. Like I don't have to make it happen. I don't have to force it. I remember I was living in Arizona at the time. I was home for Christmas visiting. I was on the treadmill running off like Christmas cocktails, right? <laughs> Watching Friends, <laughs> drops in my spirit. You're moving to Oregon. Whoa! And wow! It, right? Like drop out of nowhere. Now, Did you know
1: anybody in
0: Oregon?
2: Nope. Nothing. <laughs> my
0: goodness! I wow! I know.
2: Like this. This is how it's happened, right? I'll never forget it because I'm like I like literally I had to stop like what just happened? You know what I mean? Like yeah. crazy, but it was, it was wild because for the, the maybe 10 or 12 days before that, maybe two weeks, I started to have a sense in my spirit. I was going to go further West. Mm. And so I was like, well, California is kind of my only option or Oregon or Washington. Cause I was in Arizona. Yeah. Mm. And, and I thought at some point I was going to get to California. Uh, but that was actually after Oregon. So it's like nothing, nothing until it's God's timing, right? So it's yeah. so just saying, like, if it's in God's timing, you can't stop it. If it's not, you can't force
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm. that's
2: good. So uh, my long-winded answer, at per usual, as you've noticed, uh, two, two questions. <laughs> but it's, I think discernment can look like so many things, but I think it's, it's attuning to him, to his voice, and that can sound like so many different things. Mm-hmm. Through someone who speaks to us through a text message, through a dream, through you know many different avenues, but I think it is it always starts with that place of like, God, I trust you, I trust whatever you're inviting me into in the next season of life. I trust you in this situation. I choose not to believe the lies of the enemy or to mm-hmm. empower the liar, but I choose the truth of your word that you are a father who provides that you desire my partnership with you, that I am a partaker of, of the kingdom, right. Of, of, of the gifts that you've given me and that you'll, you'll provide, you know, and it's, so the more of the word that I take to memory, the more that I dive in, Mm -hmm. that's my place of peace. That's my place of like, you know, knowing that he's gonna, he's gonna show up, like I'll, I'll hear scripture. And then it's like, Wow, the timing of it. Like that was the answer I needed, you know. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: that's powerful. That so much. Um, we're kind of nearing the end, unfortunately. I know, I can do this um, forever. But I, I have one question for you before we get into what God is doing in your heart. Um, with you kind of being all over the place <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and being so in tune with God, um, with the Holy Spirit and just what he's doing. How do you see the Holy Spirit moving in the church right now?
2: Mm. I think the Holy Spirit is moving powerfully <laughs> mm-hmm. in so many avenues. There are so many and it again, it's the kingdom family. there's so many kingdom connections, yeah, so even in this even in this school that i'm that I'm in, um it has been one of the best things I've ever done in my life that, that was a discernment process as well. I thought I was going to be back in Africa again, Africa again for a mission school, um, but there is so much movement, and even between this Agape School, this Life School that I am in, and and the the Agape Family uh, Freedom Fighters, there is so many connections with the Catholic Church too, and many Catholics in this school as well. Wow, um, and even like how encounter ministries was birthed, right? Like Brandy Clark praying over Father Matthias and Patrick and how encounter is growing and people hunger, they, Mm -hmm. they they're hungering so much for the Lord and they don't even know it, you know, and it's, it's the beautiful thing that we can, like, we have gotten to enter into because we've seen the power Mm -hmm. of the spirit moving in our churches and people, it's gotten people curious, right? Yeah. I think, especially with the new age movement,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think the church um has has not done a good job in the past of operating in the gifts of the spirit, and people are seeking healing. they're seeking a spiritual touch. And so quite frankly, I think a lot of times out of ignorance, they don't know, yeah, you know, the demonic behind a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're looking for anything that will help them their heart heal from depression, from anxiety, their mm-hmm. bodies heal from pain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which that's a whole nother topic we could get into, the body keeping the score, right? The mm-hmm. the um the stresses that we hold into our body like manifesting in, in pain and unforgiveness, mm-hmm. manifesting in pain and bitterness, all that stuff. Um but all that to say like the the Holy Spirit I think is really taking over in the Catholic church, in, in all the churches. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are even familiar with like blessed Elena, um, who wrote mm-hmm. letters to Pope Leo the 13th and the no. 13th. So, oh my gosh, it's, this is an amazing, like it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll send it to you, Kendra, but, okay. um, she was writing letters to Pope Leo the 13th, uh, right at the ter- turn of the 19th into the 20th century. And, Pope Leo the 13th dedicated the 20th century to the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so, right. And so at the turn of that, like it's when Azusa street happened out in California, like all mm-hmm. these things started happening, uh, Kansas city, like, uh, Duquesne, yep. Yeah. Duquesne university, like all the things were transitioning, the charismatic renewal in the seventies, you know, yeah. all these things have been happening and it's, it's been oh, growing. Ever since then, things have continued to build and build and build, mm-hmm. and it's like this is all part of God's plan. It may have been maybe was delayed, who knows?
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but nevertheless, the fire is is has been kindled, right? Yeah, it's yeah. coming, and yeah. and the Lord gave me this image uh, a few years ago. It was at a Steubenville conference, but in in specific areas. But of these brush fires starting yes. in different places, and then mm-hmm. the wind picking up, and all of it catching, and it's like a whoosh, yes. right? Like yeah. that ruha breath of God that just mm. blows it, and then it once it once it catches, it's going to take off, and God. and I think we're in the beginning stages, yeah. and it's exciting.
0: It is oh, so yes, exciting, it is. Um, right? Oh, that's yeah. so bad. I had um, kind of the same vision when I was at the Encounter Conference in Dallas. And there was like a fire over Dallas and a fire over Houston and a fire over Austin. And it was just spreading like, and it was encounter popping up in all these places. But the other thing I see that's happening in the church right now is you have like encounter ministries that's doing this amazing work and you have Damascus and you have Dr. Bob and um, the Lozano's and they're all working together. Mm -hmm. Like they each have their own little, like, you know, emphasis that the Holy Spirit has put in their ministry, like their own like marching orders. Yeah. But there's like this unity too
2: yes it's not exactly.
0: like this is my ground and you can't yeah come over here. it's like no let's like they there's a kingdom mindset
2: yeah
1: and all yes.
0: of them and i think it's so neat Bingo. to see them like support one another yeah and i just feel like with the revival eucharistic revival coming like this is just the moment where the holy spirit about to take off yes. like yes. it's time oh it's time yeah, so it is i get yeah. super fired you nailed it. 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 that's exactly
2: right that, that's exactly right all these irrespective ministries and it's it many of them are holy spirit led right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they, they holy are holy letting spirit, the spirit yeah. lead them yes and yeah. it's and the Eucharistic revival there's the communion revival in the the protestant faith right now like Lou engel these major prophets like who yeah. are ushering in this this intimacy with communion Ooh, wow. like, you know that? oh my gosh y'all it's like it's so good so again unity and this yeah. is part of the father's heart like john 17 3. I always say, "This is eternal life that they may know and experience God, that they may be one." How many times yeah. in John seventeen yeah. does right. he say that? It's okay. all for the unity of the church because yeah. the the division is diabolical, Absolutely. and that's what the enemy has wanted. So, yeah. Yeah. the other thing yeah, I'm seeing in, so the, good. in
0: the uh, like evangelical church too is a call to um, confession. Mm-hmm. And there's like yes. all these like confessional communities popping up. And um, Jenny Allen, who I adore, is constantly calling like college students to confess to one another. And so there's like this deep desire for confession. And I just I just yeah. hope that there's a, would be the seeds that would like bring unity yeah. back together at some point. Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: totally. Like,
0: come on, come on over. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Sure. We got the real Amen. confession. Amen. For sure.
2: Well, and that's, was that not Jesus's first first message was to repent Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And if the kingdom is going to be manifest, if the kingdom is to be our first mindset where everything is seen through, through a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. to demonstrate the father's heart, right. Then like what the Holy spirit touches, he's going to transform. And it starts with personal, personal transformation. That Mm -hmm. leads to corporate transformation. So,
0: yes.
2: Yeah, personal revival
0: yeah. revival in the individual's hearts, revival in the yeah. family, revival in the parish, revival in the in the global church. Exactly. That's yeah. how I feel like it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, out. for sure. Mm. Amen. All right. we what do what's God doing in your
1: heart? Yes. Do you want to go first? <laughs> I'm like all fired up right now. I, I just want to go shake people by the shoulders like it's coming. I know. I know Wake up. right? I'm Wake up. stand in the
2: communion <laughs> line and shake people as they come by. <laughs> <Wake up. laughs> just yeah. And it's And is that not the truth? Like when we get that joy, it's yeah. attractive. Like it's attractive. Yeah, like, yeah. like Christians, like let's change mm-hmm. our countenance, our demeanor, because we should yeah. be so joyful. The Lord wants us to live yes. in the fullness of life. Yeah. The you last know? two
0: times I've spoken publicly, one was at a, the end of mass at a church that I'm not a part of the other day. And the other one was at our children's adoration. Mm-hmm. Thing. And both times, random people came back to me afterwards and were like, almost like in a negative tone, but how joyful, like, like you seem a little too joyful to be Catholic. That's what a deacon told me. <laughs> wow. What? I was wow. like, well, I used to be Protestant, but I'll just take that as like. <laughs> That's how you want. I want to shake the shoulders and like
1: say, wake up. Yeah. And I'm like, thank well, you. She says, thank you. Like, yeah. I, I, I seriously. Love I love Jesus. Yeah, let's,
0: let's. I want to be joyful. You should have said
1: the to... joy of the Lord, and then touch and say, tag your it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have some. It's good. No no no, 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 yeah. Anyway.
1: Get a little joy
2: bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <A little laughs> holy laughter going. Um,
0: I know.
1: Seriously. Oh my, there's so much more I want to talk about with you. We're going to have to do a part two. Yes. Oh, let's do it. Yes, Ah. Absolutely. I'm like, whoo. speaking of ball of joy. You are a ball of joy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're like speaking our language. I think, um, you mentioned the very beginning feeling set apart. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like, I don't know how to say this right, but sometimes I feel like there's a depth stirring in my heart that the rest of the catholic community around me can't like like i i like i'm out of a fish out of water does that make sense so when yeah. you started yep. saying that yep. i was like yeah like you're my people like i mm-hmm. i just sometimes yeah. it's nice to to just to just sit and like receive from someone like you like that's yeah. it just has yeah. been really really, really really fruitful for me today yeah i hope Good. it has been for uh, our thank you jesus yeah, yeah. for sure yeah for
2: sure yeah. well that's certainly so. my prayer so yeah, God. yeah. yeah. thank yeah. you yeah. yeah all right you wanna go first so. sure <laughs>
1: Okay. I made you go first last time. Okay. What God is doing in my heart. Um, so I've been reading this book. What is it called again? You got it for me.
0: Uh, the journal. Dream Bigger. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you.
1: Like, Dream Bigger by Dan Dimite. And it's really good. It's supposed to be a. Divascus, nice. yeah. 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 It's supposed yeah. to be this 28 day journey. Well,
0: it's taken her 428 days ago. I started
1: and I'm on day like seven, but it's not because. (laughs) But but I bought it for her in like November. Yes, yes. I knew that it wasn't time yet. And then there was this moment like probably 28 days ago, the Lord said, okay, it's time. So I started it. But he's been so good to me. And like, I don't know, just like, okay, pause here. Let's sit with this for like a week. And Uh so I've been sitting with the same thing for a week. And part of it has been, um, you know, me getting frustrated with the chicken, my chicken line. Um, and then, um, he just is like stripping things away slowly and allowing me to see, um, like all of this is, is for freedom. And, and, you know, scripture is for freedom that he has set us free. Um, and it, I think it speaks to what you were talking about, about just abiding and resting mm-hmm. close to Him. And yeah. um, it is that freedom that we can then just Kool Aid man through the chicken wall and go. Yeah. You just oh, did. Yeah. I can't so, wait to
0: see what good. God does by the end of that book for you. So, this book is, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's like a 28 day devotional about like fulfilling your kingdom dreams it's and
1: powerful. And like,
0: Wow, just that's holy, awesome. Letting the Holy Spirit lead you and just yeah. running. And he even talks about like, whatever your dream is, let God multiply it by like mm-hmm. 200 fold. Now let's go for that dream. Amen. And you know what? Um, it's, it's a powerful book. I
1: was that's doing that so part when he was just like, write your dreams. And I was like, I have forgotten how to dream. Mm. I had the hardest time writing down dreams.
0: Yeah. It was crazy. And but it's crazy. It's not he, dream like, broken me through that. Like, I'm going to take over the world dream. It's like, I right. want to partner with God kind of dream. Yes. God, what are you calling me to do? Yeah.
1: Dream? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 a doozy. It's good. It's it's powerful. Good. So. It took me a while to
0: read it too. It's beautiful, it yeah. I think it took yeah. me like two months. But yeah. it was, I kinda wanna start over. Yeah. <laughs> it was that good.
1: Yeah, I love it. Really
0: good. So, what really about good. you, Ming? Um, oh man, this whole conversation I feel like God's been doing a lot in my heart just mm-hmm. listening to you. Um so we have um We have some really hard medical stuff in our family that comes and goes Mm. and it's all this like weird autoimmune stuff that like no one's ever heard of before (laughs) and no one knows how to treat and um, it's been a big part of my story for my gosh 10 years now um and the lord has really taught me a lot about surrender and about trust and about suffering and um it's all kind of like rearing its ugly head again we're, Mm -hmm. we're gearing up for a big ministry um event and anytime, like, the Holy Spirit is just really moving in our hearts, then this mm-hmm. this, this attack comes back. And it's like the devil, like, mm-hmm. goes back to the old things because he can't think of new things sometimes, yep. I think, in my life. Yep. Um, but I'm also realizing there's, like, a certain level of, like, um, kind of, like, physical trauma that I'm, like, experiencing. Sometimes, like, it triggers me back into, like, a place that I don't even know I'm going to. So anyways, it's just kind of this back and forth in my heart of, like, I know God is in control. And then I forget. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so just listening to you and talking about just being held and that deep identity and that knowing of who God is, like, I know all those things. And I preach all those things all the time. But hearing you say it has like, just really revitalized that for me. Like, I'm not going to let this take me down when I get back home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and sometimes yeah. it's, it's a daily thing. And sometimes it's from hour to hour, like I'm doing good this hour and the next hour, something terrible comes up again. And I have to like keep reminding myself of who that is and mm-hmm. his strength. And it's, it's so good. It, And this, this is short lived, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not going to be forever. Um, so anyways, it's just been really uplifting to listen to you today. And it's reminding me of all those truths yeah. that I know to be true, but it's in that daily, like saying yes, surrender yeah. again so, yeah. to remember. How about you what's god doing in your heart so good
2: um yeah thank you both for sharing that's i just think it's awesome um just the the journey that we'll forever be on you know with him Mm -hmm. um and yeah gosh I, i feel like i've there's so much that god's been doing right now um between school and and just trusting with this particular contract job i have right now um where I'm living, all the things, but he, he often, so I'm renewing my consecration, um, mm. of right now as well to end on our lady, of the rosary or our lady mm. of victory. Ooh.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was in actually in Medjugorje in June, this past goodness! <laughs> awesome so yeah. I'm telling you just, that's it's incredible. All <laughs> God's grace. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. Um, go at some point you have to go to Medjugorje. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, that just really re- revamped even my relationship with Our Lady even more so, mm-hmm. and just the gift of family. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, just just being in this in this deep place of surrender with Him, where I'm I'm taken to a place of humility, like all these things the Lord is doing in my life, and it's like Lord, you, you know, I think of Moses in in Exodus three, like with the burning bush, and David, like. When he's given, you know, this covenant with the Lord, and they both ask, like, "Who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, who am I, Lord? Like that you would mm-hmm. use me, or that that you would be doing this in my life, right? Like, yeah. And I recognize it is it is only ever by His grace. But Lord, keep me small and keep me humble, mm-hmm. like yeah. like little Therese, right? Like Saint Therese of Lisieux, one of one of my posse uh, <laughs> saints. Uh, that you know, like if we can stay stay small and st- stay little and stay humble, like we can recognize our place and being confident in who you've made us to be in being seated with you in the throne room as, as he tells us in the word Ephesians two, but, but also to, it's the beautiful both. And again, of, of just being in that place of such trust and, and surrender, like even mm-hmm. in a conversation like this, or even in a, as I'm given a prophetic word or to speak healing, pray healing, command healing over people. To always be led by the Spirit,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Like that's the that's what he keeps teaching me more and more. That we don't have to make it happen. We don't have to put that pressure, or that right. stupid spirit of performance right. on a, on ourselves, or the the spirit of perfections, or whatever. All these all these things that I had to be delivered from, you know, yeah. um, in my walk with the Lord, and just you know, again, to to move from from the milk to the bread, to the meat
1: of yeah.
2: that person, you know, the the transformation and to, to bring change, lasting change, um, and let him lead the whole way. You know, Psalm, Psalm 16, this will be the last scripture I bring up. It's just, <laughs> uh, it they're constantly on my mind, which thank oh, you. Lord, Jesus, you have a
1: gifting. It's, yeah. it's amazing.
2: It's, it's, thank you. It's him for sure. To him be the glory. But, Psalm 16, uh, the whole scripture, the whole chapter is just filled with so much. But in verse 11, he says, you show me the path of life. Mm. And in your presence, there's fullness of joy. Mm. Like he shows us when we depend on him, he shows us the next steps. Our steps are ordered if we depend on him, right? And in his presence, as we abide in that place of freedom, Mm-hmm. with him freedom from bondage of, of all the stuff in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's living life. So, um, again, my long winded answer for you, but, uh, it's, so it's, it's always a place of, yeah, just, just trusting and, and letting him, uh, bring the growth, let him do the work. Yeah.
0: Okay. I have one more question for you. That's supposed to be our last question, but that's I okay. <laughs> so, um, I've been, bring it. Yeah, I've been dying to, okay, I guess I've been feeling kind of like stagnant and wanting something that's like, really gonna um, kind of like, enliven my heart, shake my heart or something to like a devotional or something to read. And you are so in love with scripture. Is there any, like, devotional or scripture study or something that you could point us to? Like Great
1: a question. Book? Yeah,
0: like I even reached out to a friend a of mine devotion. the other day and asked her because I was just like, And I think I just, I don't want something like kind of surface level. Like I want Mm -hmm. some depth. Mm -hmm. Do you have any suggestions?
1: Yeah.
0: Put
2: you on the spot. Um, No. Yeah. No, I think it's a great question. I've kind of, in the last few years, I've honestly kind of gotten away from devotionals. Yeah. Because I want to, I want to let the Lord tell like, Lord, which, which books of the Bible do you want me to study right now? mm -hmm. Like to really dive into that. Um, I mean, I have, I have, you know, little things that I kind of pray daily, but, um, yeah, I just kind of got away from devotionals. Not that they're a bad thing, of course. I think there's a yeah. season for devotionals. There's so many good ones out there. Um, but the the first thing, even as I listen to the Lord, honestly, the first thing that I would recommend, <laughs> I'm going to make a plug for Jeff Cavins. Mm-hmm. I adore yeah. him. Yes. I met him 10 years ago. He's and amazing. Jeff, if you ever listen to this, I still love you. <laughs> um, he is. He's amazing. Oh Yeah, he changed my um, life for real. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and so his great adventure timeline,
0: yeah. um, it's
2: the twenty-four week, mm-hmm. it, and and that's also also obviously what um, Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a Year yeah. is based off of, right? It's so yeah, dumb. but I did I did Jeff Caven's study in twenty ten, and it revamped my love for the word even yeah. more, and then I met him in twenty thirteen, even more, yeah, and so <clears throat> starting at when I was seventeen. Know and just really getting into the word. I always say start in the gospels, um, Mm -hmm. but to also read one of Paul's epistles, like and just really take your time through it.
0: Mm.
2: But to understand, I think this is one of the problems as a Catholic culture is that we don't know the word, yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying, I'm saying this generally right yeah and it was it wasn't taught like it was it was actually told not to read the word because Mm -hmm. the clergy were scared that people would misinterpret right Mm -hmm. um so there were just some misunderstandings but i think more than anything we have to know our salvation story yeah yeah we have to know it and we have to know where where we fit in the script Mm -hmm. right where where we get to enter in and it's so beautiful how it's it overlays so beautifully with the catechism yeah like you know and and how how jeff and father mike have done such a beautiful job with that but um jeff cavins i will i'll always say Mm -hmm. um his studies are the best um so that 24 week it's long but i say get some girlfriends you know do it together chew out chew on it like yeah listen to his teaching take notes like get in it because it is the word of God, there is nothing that will revive your soul more than the word. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, So so. so.
1: I'm going to make a shameless plug here. (laughs) I posted this on Instagram. Did you know that? I did. Yes. (laughs) yes, yes. (laughs) You did post something on
0: Instagram. I was very proud of you. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Me and Instagram are not friends. Um, Okay. So whenever I was Protestant, when I went to college, I left the church. I grew up Catholic, but I left the church whenever um, I went to college and did the Protestant thing for Three, four years. And I loved everyone walking into the church together with Bibles in hand and just sitting down, busting them open together and diving in together. Like that was just so powerful for me. Mm-hmm. And so Amen. um for a while I was taking my first
2: my first product ir- my first about Prode- sorry to interrupt you, my first no. Bible study teacher was Protestant and I learned so much so from her. Much. I, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yes, go ahead. for sure. Um and so Um, for a few years, I was taking every sacred Sunday to mass and that was helpful because you can, you know, journal and all that stuff. But then I was going crazy because I had notes in different places and, um, and I wanted to see the context of the scripture. That was being read, and so for the past few months, I've been taking my Bible to Mass with me. So the night before, I would look up the scriptures, write them down, and sometimes right. we would even, if I if I wasn't on top of it, I was like, "Hey Joseph, look it up in the missal. What's the next reading?" And then he would tell me. And and Joseph has started to want to bring his Bible with me. That's he awesome. does sometimes. It's super fun. Um, but there's son. just something about for me. It has been transformative for me to have my Bible and Mass bust it open, see the, the scripture yes, in context, take, yes. take notes, see notes that I've written yes, previously, and it's been so powerful. Yes. And I think we have, um, as a church, the missalettes have become our, our crutch to where we – like well, we get it in the mislet. I don't need to go break up my Bible at home. That's so not true. Come on, girl. Yes, I'm and preach. so <laughs> yes. So I want people to join me. I want yes. us as Catholics let's to walk it. into the church yes. with our Bibles girl. in hand, saying, "I read good. my Bible outside of this place and here, mm-hmm. and let's do this together."
2: So well, join me. It, <laughs> so good. The, you, I have been doing this for years because I want my Bible. I want if I need to yes. make notes. If I like yes, and and it. I, People notice, right? It also mm-hmm. impacts other people, but you're exactly right. We don't need to miss a light. Get right. in your own Bible, yeah. your own yes. word of God, right? Dive into it yeah. and let the Lord speak to you. I remember taking my Bible to mass one time. You just got get me excited more and more. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fine. That's okay. never ending. That's okay. I know. <laughs> definitely do part two. Yeah. So, but I remember one time I was in Arizona. I'll never forget this. Holding, holding the word. And it was like, I'm not kidding, it was almost like the words lifted off the page wow and and it like it was the living word, and wow. I was like, I had this moment Amen. with the Holy Spirit, and I'm like, I will never not go to mass without mm. my Bible. that's powerful that's like it it was it was so yeah. powerful to me and and I was so thankful to have had it and yeah, so right on, Kendra. Yes. I'm right there with you, girl.
1: And, and never before <laughs> have the readings interlace for me as they do now whenever I have my Bible yes. in front of me. Yeah.
0: You know, and then yeah. it's,
1: it's just cool. So
0: mm. that's awesome. Amen. Okay, woo! Um, this is uh, this <laughs> thank is you so much, Haley. Such a good night. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh thank you. you all. It's the best. You're I good. So much it's fun. Forever. Okay, yeah. we're for sure gonna for do sure. A part two because we have yeah. lots more questions. But <laughs> and I just want to hang out with Haley more. I know. You're good same, same. You're fun. <laughs> we
2: awesome. have a good time. We have
0: a good time. Yes, me. yes. All right. Well, thank well. you, Haley. Um, I just just feel like like the Lord in is the just really putting something in my heart for you. Um just praying for you and for your yes to whatever the Lord has for you next. Mm-hmm. Um you, really. yeah. There's a joy in you and in your faith and in your the way you're living out like your faith as a Catholic specifically um, that we just don't see very often. There's just not many people who I think know the Lord on the level that you do and fully surrender to the Lord and can share his heart with others, share his word with others like you do. And um, I just personally mm-hmm. want to say thank you, but I think the Lord is also just so blessed to um, to partner with you. And there's just like this joy that he's just shining down mm-hmm. on you right now. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart with us yeah, and yeah. for all the people that you minister to and, um, what a gift you are. Appreciate as, you. Hold on.
1: We can't stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's Sorry when you receive stuff, I see things. And it's <laughs> like, so I just, as Megan was, um, just receiving those words and, and, gifting them to you i just saw the lord just parting the sea for you but it wasn't just parting the sea i saw him calming the winds too Ooh. so you're walking through the walls are just you know walls of water up there but there isn't there isn't this franticness there isn't this fear it's just he's stilling the winds it's for you as you walk through yes the hair been blowing in the hair <laughs> the hair blowing in the wind I said that oh friends.
0: girl yeah yeah That's it's my, my favorite scene in the story ever, ever. Yes. Also, praise God. <laughs> Woo! Praise oh, God.
2: Yeah. Fun. I didn't know I would end in tears. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about
0: that. When the Holy Spirit Lord comes to God. Just comes, not- yeah. yeah okay. Thank, right. you well, Thank you both. Farewell.
1: Kingdom sister. <laughs>
2: Amen. Until next time. Bye. Yeah.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.
0: Hey friends, we feel like we have a mission on this podcast. The Lord has put on our heart that he wants us to partner with him to bring revival in the Catholic church, to invite people into living fully alive as Catholics and the Holy Spirit and the mass and the sacraments. And we feel like this podcast is a big part of that. We would love if you feel called to this mission too if you would partner with us. We're realizing that we need a little funds to make this podcast the best thing it can be. We need to hire a real life podcast editor who can make it sound as wonderful as we would like for it to. We also would love any sponsorship. If you have a business that you would like to advertise on our podcast, let us know. We would love that so much. So if you're interested in partnering with us and donating, you can click on the link in our show notes for our Give Butter website. I know. It's a weird name, Give Butter, like the food. But it is a fundraising website for nonprofits, and we are a 501c3, and so if you donate to us, you will receive a receipt that you can file your taxes with. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. It's so hard to ask for money, and this is not something we take lightly, but we feel like this mission is where God has called us to. We feel like this is where He desires the church to move forward in, and we would love for you to be a part of it. guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Every chance we get to meet with you and talk about Jesus just brings so much joy to our hearts. I pray pray that the revival is coming, and I pray that the revival is coming through you. Did you know that you're part of this? I pray that every single day You grow more in love with Jesus. You hear his voice more. You follow him more. And I pray that this podcast is helping you a little bit along that way. If you are liking what you're hearing, we would love for you to share it with a friend. We would love for you to make a review on your podcast app, Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, email us if you ever have any questions or you just want to share what God did in your heart today during the episode. See you next week.